Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Starsage, coming to you once more from the Candy Covered, my little corner office at home here at Chateau Starsage. Do you have a moment to catch up? Well, sit back, relax. You're in store for the next installment of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. How are you? And what have you been up to? I hope that you have had some time to catch up with loved ones and friends. You've been mindful of others, their health and safety. What have I been up to? Well, the other week, Humby and I went out about and uh, ran our errands. And as we're one to do, we were exploring different locations, different sources for uh, pet food. Because, uh, you know, as uh, many things have become limited and scarce and whatnot, these past few years of the, uh, the world health crisis, <laughs> we've been having to uh, go different places because uh, the, the food that we get our, our little puddings seems to be in limited supply. So we've had to look at different places to find it, and I, I swear people are eating the stuff, but, uh, you know, it's a... Uh, an animal lover might say the one positive thing to come out of this experience these last couple of years is that if you are an animal lover like myself, well, unless you worked for a Fortune 500 company in the Silicon Valley, perhaps, you more than likely did not have access to have your emotional support animal in your office with you. And uh, working from home has given me just that opportunity. So, back to the original story here. Hubby and I were out and about looking for pet food for our girls. And uh, as, uh, as we were also one to do, we dropped by the, the back section of the store. The, you know, the, the windows, like the, the new arrivals in the nursery. And uh, these were the adoptions, of course. Now, we did not plan on bringing a new addition home with us. This is something we do regularly when we need a happy thought. Uh, You know, just like popping in your favorite movie or just watching something childish or comedy to put you in a better mood. We like to drop by and see what little fur babies are available for people to bring home with them. And, well... It had been two years since we had lost our little lost boy, our Oliver, who uh, lived to the age of 18, mind you. Now, that uh, is not the oldest that uh, a cat has gone down. Uh, Anyways, in his later days, he battled thyroid and... uh, You know, he was the, the shepherd, as it were, to our flock. Our two girls were uh, fathered by him, not biologically, just emotionally. And uh, we were missing that puzzle piece. And this sweet little boy looked up at us, and he was only two. I myself uh, 
have not had a great deal of pets because I had allergies as a young person. I didn't have my first pet until after I had left home and my ex and I were together. Now, uh, Oliver was actually the first cat that I took care of. And when Hubby and I moved in together, he adopted me. I, he became my shadow. He looked after me, especially that first uh, winter that I had a cold. He was uh, just uh, over me like a nurse and very concerned. But um, this little boy reminded me of Oliver. He's a, an orange and white kitty. Although technically his coat is more sandy blonde than orange. But uh, the most adorable thing about him is he has markings on his face. A, a pattern, as it were. And uh, some have called it a butterscotch mustache. As if he was eating a sundae. So... His, his mommy and daddy gave him a little butterscotch mustache on his face. And uh, just the sweetest, most adorable look when he turns his head towards you. Now, uh, something else that's uh, special about him is that he has um, something wrong with this, one of his back legs. He favors it and he, he wobbles slightly. We don't know yet if he was injured or if this was just something he was born with. Uh, we are in the process of getting him scheduled with our vet to be seen, but as of course everything these days takes some time. Uh, we also am not quite sure as far as his senses, that being sight and the sound, you know, hearing. Um, it's possible that either one of those may be impacted or impaired somewhat because he's not able to follow a ball unless it's a bright color. And um, sometimes he won't know where you've put his food until he smells it. So, you know, neither of those affects our love for the adorable boy. It just tells us things that we need to be aware of so that we can, you know, communicate more with him and be, uh, you know, treating him fairly. So uh, I felt bad because it came to our attention in his paperwork when we adopted him that the little boy had been brought back once after having uh, possibly been placed with a home and uh, we don't know the situation. Perhaps maybe there were other animals he didn't get along with. But for being only two years old and, uh, you know, basically uh, being turned away at that age just didn't set well with me. And I thought this boy deserves another chance of happiness. So he came home with us. And uh, the best thing of all is not that I would change his name because anybody... Uh, who has been around for long enough to respond to their name. And yes, I'm still talking about a cat, folks. There are cats that will respond to their own name. If you spend enough time with them, if you do more than just feed them and give them water and you play with them, they will learn to respond to their names. So um, the best thing about it is that this sweet little boy had the perfect name already. Now, if you're of my generation, I'm, I'm 
in my forties, folks. Um, you'll recognize it from an Elton John song from the early days of his career. His name's Benny, like Benny and the Jets. Now, I'm also a sci-fi nerd, so part of that that, that makes me giggle is uh, the show that I was just the right age to catch from the beginning was Star Trek Deep Space Nine. That uh, premiered when I was in junior high. So I was, that was the first show, the first Star Trek series I was able to catch from the beginning. And of course, the main character on that series, the commanding officer, as it were, was Captain Benjamin Sisko. So Benny. And uh, there is a episode in the sixth season. So when the show was almost finished with its run that uh, addressed a storyline where the captain was trapped in the past in an era of America before racial equality. And Captain Sisko, of course, was a, a man of color, a black man. And so the story was this black man who was an author who aspired to a better tomorrow, a better future. This reality of the space station with aliens, basically Deep Space Nine. It's as if he wrote it like Gene Roddenberry. And of course, Captain Sisko's nickname in those times and that reality was Benny. So my dear sweet hour to your sweet little boy is named Benny. And there couldn't have been a more perfect name for two sci-fi nerds to have under their roof. So that is my happy thought of late. What else is going on, do you say? Well, uh, Hubby just finished his second week of training with the Gnome Zone, his new employer. And uh, as he is in charge of representing the, the visual aspect of the store, the, the look, as it were, when you are walking their aisles. Um, the second week of his training was spending time with his counterparts, his peers, as it were, those folks who do all the work of setting things up overnight because these things are done magically, as it were, while the, uh, the doors are closed for the day. And uh, he worked as opposed to the first week, which is closer to the normal hours he would have, where it's like nine to six. Thank goodness. Thank hydrogen. Um, he worked more like uh, 10 p.m. To, to 7 a.m. And uh, we're just so thankful that that was temporary because uh, we've been very fortunate in the uh, 13 years that we've been together, we've been married 10, that we haven't had to lead <laughs> polar opposite routines, separate existences. It's hard enough trying to coordinate your, your social calendar when you don't get a weekend day off together, especially if you are someone like myself, who that is their day off. Anyways, so Hubby is enjoying himself at the Gnome Zone, especially since it seems that his boss is someone who doesn't mind letting their hair down. Apparently, she will actually... Um, you know, drop with uh, the formalities and whatnot when there's not customers around. 
and uh, will be more of an equal conversationally, of course, and, uh, you know, talk about favorite shows and things and being a little bit inappropriate, which, you know, just uh, shows that you're human. And uh, this is a place that he's enjoying, as I said, most of all because it's a smaller company than the shop around the corner. They have fewer locations, and that allows them to still value individual contributions to the business. They are more focused on people and their importance to the company. People's uh, input is more valued, and people are recognized more for their contributions. So uh, it is night and day, according to Hubby. And, um, you know, happy spouse, happy house. So we're certainly glad that he has turned that chapter in life. And uh, now that he's going back to more daytime hours, we're looking forward to accomplishing a few more things around the house. Um, Oh, seven-ish years ago, we had our plumbing in the house uh, upgraded. We replaced existing copper lines. I know I'm getting all, you know, macho and uh, put on a tool belt here, but, um, you know, we replaced it with the the newer standard of plumbing, which is called PVC, uh, polyvinyl something, basically plastic vinyl tubing like you'd have on your refrigerator if you have an ice machine. Well, nowadays, modern homes have what's called PEX, P-E-X, or PVC plumbing. And um, it just uh, rolls out kind of like the the lines they put up on the poles or underground for your utilities. They run these lines in your house instead of having to do um, joints, not the kind that you, you light up and, you know, party with elbows and all those those uh, seams that uh, the plumbing of bygone era had which uh, you know anytime you have interruptions or um, you know disconnects on things and you have to put putty and whatnot it's just um, like having a well you know a, a flaw as it were in the, the spider web of life <laughs> So, these things are uh, the modern-day standard, and we replaced our plumbing a few years back, and we've been waiting to uh, do a project of remodeling our upstairs bathroom to connect it to that new plumbing. So, we're looking forward to Hubby um, having more time available to be able to complete home projects. And I will continue recording more shortly. And while we're on the subject of uh, hubby working overnights, that gave me an opportunity to spend a little bit more time with our new addition here, Benny. He and I were able to have a boys' night, actually a couple of them. So. The, uh, the way our house is laid out, the floor plan, as it were, um, it's divided up already. It's, uh, well, it's basically what you, you might have called a colonial, like colonial revival, because it wasn't built in the, you know, 1700s or whatnot. 
Um, so all the bedrooms are upstairs and have a hallway down the middle with stairs and um, as we've done in the past when one of our hoodies, our tribe, wasn't feeling so good, we were able to put up a divider in uh, a doorway or two to section off the house into different zones. And, uh, well, during the day, for the most part, Benny spends his time with myself up in my office in the upstairs in the stairway. And then in the evening, we have brought him into the living room to socialize him with our girls. Uh, we also have a little uh, a, a window that's been cut into the divider. It has a, a plastic grate, so it's uh, sort of like a confessional, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's a visitor window. They could see each other, they could smell, and, uh, you know, they don't get to touch. So uh, it's a supervised visitation. But uh, anyways, Benny and I had a couple of nights that we had a boys' night. He was able to hang out in the living room with me while I was playing games or watching a movie and uh, of course the most adorable thing happened little man had uh, gotten comfortable on the back of the couch and uh, it was seated directly behind me and uh, decided to put a paw on either side of my head and, uh, you know, when your animals do things for you or to you, sometimes it's a sign of affection. And the little boy decided that he was going to groom me. He started to lick and mess with my hair. And uh, uh, although his positioning made it look more like he was a fortune teller with their hands on a crystal ball. But, you know, uh, I'm no stranger to... Or uh, having kitties these days. Again, hubby and I have been together for more than a decade. But it was just adorable when little Benny decided that that was how he was going to show his affection. Was to sit there and groom me while I played a game. So, (laughs) well, um, you know, speaking of happy thoughts from earlier and uh, continuing on here. uh, Of course, part of... uh, my discussions with you with my other show is I like to enjoy childish programs to enjoy comedies things that are sort of lighthearted to distract myself and um, you know from time to time I'll talk to you about a new show I might be watching so something that I have been watching recently something that I caught on Netflix uh, I enjoyed so much that I caught it over the course of an afternoon, the whole eight episodes. So uh, over the next two nights, Hubby and I would spend our evenings watching it over together. I'm talking about a a young adult series that was based upon a, a, a group of graphic novels, comic books, as it were. And, uh, It's the story of a group of young adults who are exploring matters of the heart in today's world. So in other words, it's a group of junior high kids who are finding out about themselves, um, you know, what makes their heart go pitter-patter, and hence the name, which is Heartstopper. And uh, I find this series to be very enjoyable. In fact, if you're looking for something 
that is diverse and is um, touching and uh, just uh, opens your eyes to the newness of the world, perhaps maybe in the same way a new kitty has to mine. I would recommend you catch Heartstopper, and it follows the uh, lives of a circle of friends in junior high. In particular, the two main characters are a, uh, a young boy who's out of the closet at 15, mind you. I, I can't imagine being in that place of life at that tender age. I mean, uh, I hadn't even voted, and I certainly hadn't had my first job. Um, never mind, uh, you know, paying bills and all that adulting that we do these days. Um, in fact, I don't think I even went on a date until I was uh, 17, maybe? I don't know. Uh, only went on one of those. But anyways, um, the uh, main character is a young boy named Charlie, and he is a band nerd. He's a, he plays the drums in school. And he doesn't think very highly of himself. He doesn't think that he's much to look at, but um, he develops a crush on this other boy in school, and he's uh, a guy who plays rugby, which in American terms is basically soccer. And of course, all of his friends tell him, well, that boy, he's straight, and you know, don't, don't, um, set your sights on that one because you're only going to be disappointed and well it's a just a, a very nice story because there are some surprises and uh, it's a series of not graphic novels as i mentioned and um, the netflix series sort of condenses that over the course of a season of eight episodes now it has been renewed not only for another season but actually two and um, I'm quite excited about this because it, it actually kind of makes me jealous of today's youth. I cannot imagine being able to participate in the experience of dating at that young age. Uh, of course, you know, maybe there's something to be said uh, in the realm of psychiatry, psychology, about uh, being able to explore your happiness at a younger age and not have to worry about or concern yourself about how others might think of you <laughs> if you do follow your heart. So, um, but yes, uh, just a wonderful series that uh, makes you a little bit jealous of uh, perhaps the better world that we've been working on for generations to bring to the young folks of today. Now, of course, on the flip side of that coin, there is plenty of terrible still left in the world, but uh, I, I have to hold out hope that things are getting better, baby steps, and Heartstopper is certainly a testimony to that reality that, um, you know, things have changed for today's youth in ways that are very different from even when I was a boy, so. Well, um, the, the last couple things that I will mention is um, Hubby and I recently had an experience with a big box store, and we're not too thrilled regarding this. Now, I'm not going to say their name, but uh, it's something along the lines of Worst Lie, and, uh, well, we had a line of credit with them, and 
uh, you know, we we worked hard to get our credit scores because we had to pay off loans and things to be able to qualify for our house. And um, we'd like to think that we earned some of the things that we have achieved. And, well, it was just sort of a slap in the face the other year when uh, Worst Lie decided that it didn't matter if you were a good customer with them. They were taking away the rewards, their loyalty program, for those with the more ambitious accounts. Now, we paid many of our bills with our Worst Lie card and, you know, um, basically to keep the card active because, you know, we're not folks that uh, have to have lots of technology toys. We treat ourselves every now and then, but we're not buying new TVs every couple of years. You know, we wait. So... It was just a slap in the face when it was decided that um, all the perks that you had before for being one of these uh, loyal customers, well, we're going to turn it into a membership program because not enough people are eligible for this. So you're now going to have to pay for those extended warranties that we were giving you just out of courtesy before and uh, all the discounts you used to get for being a loyal customer. Now, uh, anybody who pays into this membership is going to be eligible for that. So, yes, worst lie. And uh, I would stay away from them with a 10-foot pole. We recently replaced Hubby's um, cell phone, which, you know, we're the folks, the sort of folks who um, doesn't do the contract plans. No, no. We would rather save money. We buy a new phone every two or three years usually and not have to pay a uh, installment fee, you know, like rent center I, I want to own my phone, not have to pay a monthly fee on top of what I already pay for the service. And, um, you know, it's just not worth it to me to pay $30, $40 a month on something that I could just buy and pay for the service on anyway. So Hubby replaced his phone because the other month he, uh, well, Mr. Slippery Fingers dropped it in some water and while we thought it was still in all fine working order, after a time he realized that not only wasn't it not working as good, but, um, you know, it was an aging device and we had to get another one because things change, technology advances, and, you know, if you don't adopt the technology, you're left behind. Especially when your service provider uh, tells you that we're turning off the old tech, so you've got to have the new for it to work. Anyways, long so, long story, not so short. Bought a newer phone at Worst Lie. Got it out of the store and realized that there was a, a blemish on the device on the screen. And we um, wanted to return it and get another one, but that was the last one they had in stock. And unlike the old days when someone might have actually bothered to call or check other locations to see if there was one they could put on hold for you. No, we were basically told we were SOL. And so uh, despite the um, privilege that we had earned by being loyal customers, and having our ambitious line of credit with them, 
they basically decided that we weren't worth their time, and so they're not worth ours. We returned the device, we got a refund, and we bought somewhere else, and, well, I really don't see myself returning there because, um, you'd never get help there. And uh, when you go to the store, the only way you do get help is if you, uh, like the deli counter at the grocery store, take a number and wait in line. And that's just for somebody to give you the time of day. It doesn't matter if you're actually going to buy something or just need help looking through their products. Those who were there, um, well, they could give a rat's ashtabula of what you need because... You didn't get into a line, and you didn't take a number, and you didn't have an appointment, so, yeah. Uh, we don't plan to go to Worst Lie again anytime soon, and uh, we suggest you don't either. Anyways, let's talk about something a little bit more lighthearted. So, uh, this is the month of Gay Pride. This is the month of June. Spring is about to... or summer. Let me roll my thoughts back on the clock here. The calendar. And um, this Friday, which is June 17th, we're going to be getting together to talk about, on that show I do about film and television trivia, with my co-host, my nerd brother, my partner in crime, Mr. Toppy Smelly, Matinee Minutia. We're going to have a returning guest a cosplay and drag artist from the Mid-Atlantic, the Chesapeake state of Maryland. Demanda Martini is joining us. And um, in recognition of Pride Month, we're going to be discussing the second gay pride film of this month. And it is a early 2000s romantic comedy. And it's about a group of friends in Los Angeles and their love lives and how they've come to rely upon each other. This stars John Mahoney, who was the father on Frasier, the kindly gray-haired man with a recliner in his living room. It also has Mr. Dean Cain, who was just recently then off of Lois and Clark playing Superman and Clark Kent. Also has Zach Braff, who would later become the star of the Fox uh, hospital comedy Scrubs, and uh, also up-and-coming theater actor Billy Porter. I'm talking about the Broken Hearts Club, and that's going to be this Friday on Matinee Minutia. Won't you drop by at matineeminutia.com, click the tower for streaming audio, Enter Discord to participate in our live chat room at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can always drop by YouTube. Because who doesn't want to see what Demanda is wearing that night? As always, you can tweet me on Twitter at DJStarsage. You can email me, DJStarsage at gmail.com. That is all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. Chubb's Gone Wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim.
and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast. With me, Paul the Shy Yeti. Univazpods.net.